0: A reminder to pick up your Callahan coffee. It's simple. And by the way, I heard lots of reviews over the weekend. I told you I saw a lot of people and they all tell me how good the Callahan coffee is. Proudly roasted to order in Waltham Mass. We ensured that you're getting the freshest and highest quality coffee beans possible. Delivered right to your door. Try it. Check it out. Just go to CallahanCoffee.com or click the link in our social media bio to order now. (laughs) This is The Jerry Callahan Show. Well, this is it. The big day has arrived. The history-making day in Boston. We have the U.S. Open, which has already begun. We're going to make our picks because we forgot to do it yesterday. We're going to make our picks. I'm not going to look at the leaderboard when I make my pick. How's that? And I know I know, you are uh, completely invested in this. Literally, um, Ironhead's got, like, He's got like almost twenty dollars riding on this. He's made a whole bunch of bets, including a one dollar bet on a player who he'll be rooting hard for. Uh, we'll uh, we'll go over that. Don't do that yet. I want I want to I want to get to live versus PGA. But we have a Celtics game six tonight at nine o'clock. We have a Red Sox game. Uh, I'm looking forward to the Bird Lady from Audubon Society throwing out the first pitch. Uh, we are going to make history with the worst traffic jam in uh, in American history today, I, I predict. Today, uh, the PM commute, the afternoon-evening commute, will be an absolute nightmare. I'll be sitting back watching it all on TV. I don't know about the traffic jam, but I'll certainly be watching the U.S. Open and the NBA Finals. Can't wait. Uh, I will not be watching uh, the Red Sox game in the afternoon. Um, as I tweeted this team, they just don't, they, uh, this team is impossible to root for. Um, uh, I, I have a question. I need to know, I need to know what have a why you have drag Queens in schools, in libraries, on the field at Fenway park for the first pitch to celebrate LBGTQ pride, uh, what, what does that have to do? Why, if you're a proud gay man or proud lesbian, why do you want to see these these flamboyant performers? What, why, why do you feel any connection to them at all? But the, uh, the Red Sox being the single wokest team in America, the team with the biggest Black Lives Matter sign, I, I measured it, it was 278 feet exactly, uh, and it was bigger than any other team's Black Lives Matter sign. Uh, they had a bunch of drag queens. We could show you that video on the field before the game for the first pitch. Um, and we can uh, ask you who your favorite is. Um, I'm, I lean toward Coleslaw. I know uh, Ironhead's a big Pam Manderson fan, uh, but... <laughs> What, what do these people, I, I I admit, I'm not, not that bright. I went to Massachusetts public schools and Massachusetts public college. What do these people have to do with pride in, in, you know, gay pride? I don't, I don't quite get it. Maybe, maybe you can explain it to me, Ironhead. Maybe somebody can explain it to me. Um Big news from the national Institute of health, the man, the, 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 the man who did more damage to this country than any public official ever, Anthony Fauci, Lord Fauci has COVID. Uh, He'll be fine. But I just, I really think we need to, uh, we need to scold the little man for not being more careful. We know he went to the white house correspondents dinner pregame pre parties without a mask, hung out with Don Lemon and others. Uh, I assume he went to the Tony awards. Maybe he was backstage without a mask. This is what happens, people. If you're not careful, you can still have 27 booster shots. You can still get COVID. You must be more careful. Joe Biden sending another billion to Ukraine to escalate the war. Uh, At the same time, a bunch of world leaders are on their way, on the train as we speak, to to Kiev, to talk to Zelensky about peace talks. Joe Biden, the United States government has no interest in peace talks, for some reason, I guess you know they don't want to let Raytheon down. They want to escalate the war. They want to continue to uh, squander our our tax billions of our taxpayer money on a hopeless war in Ukraine, while the rest of the world is trying to get them to sit down and talk peace. Just another reason. Just, just another way. Joe Biden could be the most dangerous president we've ever had. First of all, he's a radical. Secondly, he's not right in the head. And for some reason, he just wants the war, wants it to escalate, wants it to go on forever. We got, uh, we got a lot of uh, a lot of crazy people who are upset with Elon Musk because he voted for the woman, the Republican. Uh, now, Congressperson from the Hispanic district in Texas, and just because he's Elon Musk and he's rich and he and he likes Ron DeSantis, and uh, we got DeSantis's reaction to Musk saying he'll vote for uh for uh, he'll he'll vote for DeSantis. It was priceless, and we got uh, we'll give you our preview of Game Six, which means we'll give you who who Ironhead's betting on, who I like tonight in. Uh, at the garden late night tonight. It's going to be great. Wait till, you know, all the golf is over. It's, it's dark. And uh, then we can all sit down and watch uh, the NBA finals, which is being shown at Fenway park on the big board. Well, I don't, I don't quite get that. It's not a clincher. It's not like you're going to be there at a party to celebrate a title. Why are people going to Fenway Park paying money to watch it on TV? I don't. I don't. Couldn't you just watch it in a bar or watch it at home? Is it because you're hoping to you might meet Pam Manderson? Is that why? Uh, we'll get to. We'll get into that and a lot more on today's Callahan Show. right, our newest sponsor, Athletic Greens is a product I've added to my morning routine and I use it every day. Instead of taking daily supplements for my nutrition, I use AG1 to get 75 high quality vitamins and minerals, whole source superfoods, probiotics and adaptogens to start my day right. The founder of athletic greens experienced a bunch of gut health issues and he ended up on a complicated supplement routine costing him over a hundred bucks a day. This led him to take his health into his own hands and create athletic greens for a more optimal nutrition routine. Ever since I started taking AG1, I've noticed improved energy throughout the day, better sleep, and improved recovery after my runs and workouts. All I do is put one scoop in a glass of water each morning. I used to I drink water all the time in the morning. Now I just add a scoop and I'm good to go. It has a mild and tropical taste, and it's much easier than choking down a bunch of vitamins in pill form. And it's way cheaper than the alternatives, costing less than three bucks a day. If you're going to invest in anything, it might as well be your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Again, that's athleticgreens.com g-e-r-r-y to take ownership over your health, and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I, maybe you can explain this to me. I'm genuinely confused. Uh, they didn't want to celebrate Gay Pride Month in a lot of places. All the Lots of teams are doing it. The Giants and Dodgers made history. I read this. They made history when all the players donned the uh, Gay Pride colors, the rainbow colors on their hat, on their uniform, all of them. So that made history. We know it didn't happen in... In Tampa Bay games, because five Tampa Bay Rays showed great courage and said, no, we're not comfortable with the rainbow colors. They resisted. The media obviously uh, condemned them, called them bigots. Sarah Spain on ESPN said they were bigots, as we expected. The Red Sox will not be out woke by anyone. They were displaying the rainbow colors all over the place, on the hats and on the walls and everywhere else. But... That wasn't enough for your Boston Red Sox. Can't just say, look, we got the colors. We we love our gay fans. We're here to celebrate, you know, whatever. The, 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 the month. <laughs> it's it's so strange when you celebrate for a month as opposed to a day. It's like you have a big celebration like yesterday. And then now what do you do today? What do you do tomorrow? What do you do for the next two weeks? Do you just have to keep bringing, bringing back drag queens to go out there and dance and twerk? for the little kids in the crowd. I'm not sure, but the Red Sox, they won't let you down. They'll come up with something. Uh, But last night was just, it's just mind-blowing. They bring out and I know, you know, obviously there are lots of kids in the crowd, lots of children go to the games, you know, especially when school ends, lots of families with little kids, guys, kids with their gloves and their Red Sox hats are there to see their favorite Red Sox. They're showing up with their Xander Bogots jersey. And they're subjected to a few men dressed as women, by the way, I'm not even sure why that's a thing. I mean, you, you get fired if you're, white and you pretend to be black, you get accused of cultural appropriation. If you're, if you're whatever white and pretend to be Hispanic or, um, you know, you can't in, in in movies, you can't have like a, like a straight person play a gay person without people getting upset. You can't, you can't pretend to be someone else. That's appropriation, except when it comes to pretending to be women. If men pretend to be women, you get invited on the field Red Sox game, you get invited into Boston public libraries to dance for little children. We've gone over that. Look it up. Check out the schedule. Drag uh, drag Queen Story Hour has come to Boston at various public libraries, all of them scheduled in the middle of the day, all encouraged for children aged zero to 12. Those are the ages on their website it says suitable for children zero through 12. So you can bring a two or three-year-old to see a man dress as a, up as a woman and dance provocatively, pretend to be stripping for you in the library. Somehow that is a sign of progress. That's somehow uh, a, a show of pride for uh, gay and lesbian people. But uh, and once again, the Red Sox will not be top. No one's going to outwoke the Sox. So they... To celebrate again, weren't just content to wave the flag literally or put the colors on their uniform. They had to invite, I think, uh, tell me if I have the names right, Ironhead. They had to invite Sassination, <laughs> Coleslaw, and Pam Manderson on the field to dance for the crowd and uh, on the mound for the first pitch, which was actually thrown by a, what is it, a food network?
1: A celebrity pers- chef.
0: Celebrity chef who I don't know I don't must don't know my celebrity chefs I don't even recognize her. But what is the point of if you want to honor you know like a gay uh, representative of the gay community if you want to honor somebody you're the Red Sox oh you know what what why not have you know whatever Barney Frank why not have um, Steve Buckley my friend wait. Steve Buckley he loves baseball more than anybody he he's a Red Sox fans, you know, for 50, 60, whatever it is. I mean, why not have Steve Buckley down there? Normal looking, just go out, wave to the crowd, throw the pitch. Why do you choose assassination over a Steve? But I know they would never have my friend Alex Reamer because he's he's probably banned. Alex Reamer, you know, WEEI and, you know, their company, NPCom, they're so woke, they won't let their, their proud gay employee on the air, he, he's not allowed on the air. They'll put anybody on the air. They'll have anybody doing you know weekend shows. That God knows they're desperate to find somebody who can bring an audience. I mean, Alex is is crazy, but he, he's good. I mean, he's we've had him on. He's not allowed on the show anymore because he writes for intercom, but he's not allowed on the air. That's how woke Entercom is. They're they're one gay guy outward out gay guy in Boston. He's not allowed on the airwaves, but if you had him throw out the first pitch just'd say, you know, he's a guy who loves baseball, loves sports, proud gay guy, always you know talking and 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 goes to events, plays in the gay uh, touch football, flag football league. And I mean, he does, he writes, he's, uh, I think he's an actual uh, employee for out sports, but no, don't let him on the air. Don't let him on the field. They, they wouldn't allow that. Instead, you get assassination, Coleslaw and Pam Manderson. Can you just explain to me, I understand assassination sass, and I'm pretty sure I understand Pam Manderson. What is coleslaw? What does that mean? Do my, is there some slang that I don't know? Some some term that I'm missing? I don't know where my head went. I probably shouldn't say on here. So. Okay. <laughs> coleslaw, I guess. You know what? You're probably right. I'll get marked for this because I'm not hip enough to understand what the, the, the meaning of coleslaw is, but. We had a, uh, a listener in attendance last night. I'm not sure if this was all on TV. Did Nesson carry this? I doubt it. This was uh, this was
1: sent by um, Heiko Nichols.
0: Well, well I appreciate Heiko. Uh, he, he was there. He got to enjoy the, uh, the ceremony honoring drag queens, men pretending to be women, before the game, because somehow that's connected to gay pride. Don't get it. Maybe... Maybe I'm just not that bright. Maybe someone will explain it to to me. Maybe maybe someone can uh, can text in and uh, and explain to me what it all means. But let's uh, let's watch the big celebration of men appropriating women and pretending to be women on the field last night. To throw out a ceremonial first pitch, escorted out to the mound by performers, assassination, coleslaw, and Pamela Manderson. Please welcome Tiffany Faison. Tiffany, how about a pitch? She's throwing the the celebrity chef's throwing the pitch. It's fine, low and outside. From the mound, though. From from the rubber, yeah. And she's very happy. She's celebrating with you, Manderson, Coleslaw. These people. They they have big, crazy colored wigs and Dan, you know, uh, makeup and, you know, it just, they're, they're over the top, these drag queens. I just, you know, and, and not, you know, nothing against them, nothing against them. They look happy. They look like they're, they're they're having fun, but why are they being honored? Can, can, why would you, well, I mean, what's the point of honoring them? Happy pride month from Fenway. and there There they are. The uh, the drag queens and they are seriously they are into into it man with would the you, with the colors and the hair and the makeup what is is that uh, again I mean maybe I could ask you I know I, I I'm lost what why why do they represent LBGDQ pride why, why I I, gonna... I don't know
1: I'm just really trying to figure out which one's Pam Manderson. my guess is the far right
0: yeah I would say she's well. <clears throat> I mean, she's the most. Uh, uh, I don't know she looks the most female. I would say that. Pim, um, but why would you call yourself Pam Manderson? Don't you kind of give it away? Oh no, I was going with the one with the pink. That's gotta. Oh, be. you think that's? But she doesn't look. All, well, I don't know. I don't know. Look literal. Why don't you figure it out? <laughs> <clears throat> They're probably all on Twitter. As you recall, when I went to the uh, cancel student loan rally at the state house, I happened to be walking by cancel student loan that, that was the point of the rally. they had signs everything outside the state house and they had performers. the performers were drag queens they were men dressed as women to, including a stripper who was very convincing and she started tweeting at me and uh, um, after I uh, I mentioned it on Twitter and I actually I forgot her name. I haven't been in touch with her lately but she was much much more convincing than these three. These these are Zoftic women or Zoftic uh, transgender, or whatever they are, Zoftic drag queens. And I, I guess you the Red Sox should call them up and say, we want to honor gay people. So, you know, send us your your most flamboyant <laughs> <laughs> men who are pretending to be women. If you're just a guy, a gay guy or a lesbian in the crowd, why why do you feel honored by that? an honest question. And I guess again, it goes back to it being a month, and it goes back to this competition. It's you know, it's the same reason that that people claim that they that they have no problem with Leah Thomas or you know whatever uh, the the track guys in Connecticut guys who become women and then kick ass in sports. They're afraid. They're afraid of the critics. They're afraid to be called you know Neanderthal or a. Uh, a bigot, afraid to be called a bigot, like by by Sarah Spain, um, if you if you question this, so there'll there'll be no criticism, there'll be no questioning of it. There would certainly you would never hear a word about this on on the Red Sox station. I mean, if someone uttered, if someone today, if uh, whatever Christian Fourier said something, said boy that was weird, they would literally bleep that out. They, you would not be allowed to criticize it because a it's a gay pride event and b it's the Red Sox, so they know they're uh, immune from criticism. I mean, the Boston Globe, I mean, those drag queens could strip for the crowd. The Globe would say how, how wonderful it is. So they know there's no criticism. That's just not allowed, which means they could do anything they want. Plus there's a competition here. There's a competition among uh, corporate America, among sports, uh, you know, big, big companies, big tech um, one example, and and I guess charities too, because we've reached the point where I don't even understand it. Again, the, you know, maybe it's not for me. Maybe I'm, you know, whatever, old, out of touch guy. But, I, you know, try to stay on top of things. I don't even understand some of the mm, Pride Month celebrations. For example, the Audubon Society. When I think of the Audubon Society, I think of, you know, people who uh, you know, celebrate nature, you know, defend nature. There's a, I, I, there's a trail I occasionally walk on called the Audubon Trail where you're supposed to walk and look at birds and look at nature, right? That's what they do. They protect protect uh, the environment and nature. And I assume they're a big liberal group. We're usually those kind of groups are. I never gave it a lot of thought. Audubon societies, where you, if you belong to, if you're into watching birds, right? Is that what, you, what most people... Perceive the Audubon Society to be. I just think
1: it's a really fast highway in Germany.
0: <laughs> I, I'm not sure there's any connection, but they're. I guess they're bird watchers, so it makes a little bit of sense. But let's watch a little bit of the video that the Audubon Society produced to celebrate Gay Pride, or pride Month. Um, I was a little surprised. This person, what's her name, Patty. Patty isn't uh, in rainbow colors because Patty and I don't think Patty's pretending to be a woman. Patty's pretending to be a bird, a bird. So (laughs) a man, I guess dressing as a woman and pretending to be a bird. That's how we celebrate. Uh. What's going to happen next year, five years, <laughs> 10 years from now? This is a competition to see who can be the most uh, over the top uh, during, during Pride Month. And I'm going to say at least as we reach the halfway point of this Pride Month, I'm going to i am going to say, sorry, Boston Red Sox. Nice try. The Audubon Society <laughs> takes the prize. But let's take a look at uh, their their video celebrating Pride Month. Birds tell us. Birds tell us the world is changing. That the climate is changing. They sing it over us and around us in their songs and in the songs they no longer sing.
1: Makes me want to go just
0: I, before dawn. <laughs> go where? I don't know. <laughs> I, well, okay, Patty Gonia. Gonia is his, his, uh his, her, its name. Patty Gonoria. <laughs> the bird's the bird's name. That is a man pretending to be a woman, pretending to be a bird, and uh, that video with with music and and a real bird, co-starring a real bird is uh, they say, the Audubon Society says, this Pride Month, Audubon partnered with drag queen and intersectional environmentalist, Patagonia, to bring you Birds Tell Us, the song of the meadowlark, a message of hope for the future of our planet as we face climate change. What the hell? So that's about climate. (laughs) I can't even look at it. It just... Uh, what are you going to do next year, Audubon Society? What, to, honestly, what does that have to do with whatever, my friend Steve Buckley again, or my, whatever, that any gay person we know? Why is that I heard a celebration yeah, of, I heard, <laughs> of, of, of them?
1: I heard next year they're going to do a uh, reassignment surgery right off the path just to get people in there. Yeah, I, mean, I mean,
0: that. And, and what is she, what is an environment? You always. Yeah, I guess this is another way of trying to top everyone. Intersectional environmentalist. In, are there a lot of those? Is there, is there a big group? Can I join if I really want? Can I become a intersectional environmentalist? <laughs> I don't know. But is Patty Ghania's schedule booked to see? I mean, she's obviously performing or he or whatever is performing for Audubon Society today. But what's she doing tomorrow? Red Sox looking for someone to throw out the first pitch. I heard, I heard, I he's, get, I heard he's got a good spitball. I don't know with that wing if he can make that throw, but but that is, uh, and you know what? That's just, we're halfway through, a little more than halfway through the month. We're going to, there's going to be, I don't know what's, I don't know what we're going to see next, but, but uh, that happy uh, halfway to the end of pride month. And then, <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, I'm, yeah, whatever. So if you were, if you took your kids to the Red Sox game, you got to see Coleslaw and Pam Manderson on the field celebrating. And good luck explaining that to your six year old or seven year old. Or even better, bring them to the Boston Public Library today. Or uh, you could check the whole schedule. I have the schedule here somewhere. They're at all the they were at the uh, two days ago at the North End Library. They'll be at all the other libraries doing drag queen story hour, which to me it has got this strange, I don't know, this, this strange uh, protection. Like we're not supposed to criticize drag queens going to libraries and dancing for little children. Where do we get to that? How do we get to this point? How do we get to the point where parents will bring their kids to watch men dress as women and dance for them?
1: Yeah. That's the thing. I is, mean, I don't care what they do. The kid part is the part that I'm just like, well, nobody. Can, I mean, weird. no one's going to say
0: they can't go to a club or a you know, nightclub or a Uh, you know perform somewhere for adults hell go to a go to anywhere bar club go to a performance hall but why are they in schools I mean why are they in, in school yeah they're in schools why are they in libraries it's to get these kids when they're young and uh and expose them to this and I guess get them to think it's it's normal and and healthy but it just isn't it's it's madness and it's uh and it's reached the point where, you know, no one's, people are just afraid, afraid to criticize, afraid to call it out because they'll call you, they'll call you names.
1: That's what I remember when I was a kid, I would be at the library reading my Calvin and Hobbes books and uh, right. some, some drag queen named some... potato salad is just putting his ass
0: <laughs> in my face. It just, it's, it's so, it's so bizarre. And uh, I guess uh, we're going to have to get used to it. I don't think it's going away anytime soon. Not with the, uh, uh, you know, with the mainstream media and all you know, the corporations and all the institutions in this country celebrating it. There's a uh, there's a poll out, uh, a poll about um, transgender people in sports. Now, we've certainly uh, talked about this a lot. I I, I would say ninety percent of people think what Leah Thomas did was wrong, and the poll says, uh, I'm just looking at the story now, uh, the majority of Americans believe that greater social acceptance of transgender people is good for society, but they overwhelmingly reject transgender women being permitted to compete in sports against biological women. According to a new poll, a poll conducted by the Washington post and the university of Maryland asked a random national sample of adults, where they think quote, transgender women and girls should or should not be allowed to compete in sports with other women and girls at the following levels? And they asked about youth sports, uh, college sports, and uh, professional sports, youth high school sports, and it's overwhelming. The majority, 58 percent, said it should not be allowed in college or professional sports, compared to 28 percent who said it should. In new sports, it's forty-nine percent say it shouldn't be allowed; thirty-three percent say it should. I'm not sure, you know, why, why why the big disparity. But see, I think the number fifty-eight to twenty-eight. Say, I think the number, the real number, would be ninety to ten. People are two two things. People are afraid to be honest, even if it's a pollster, because they don't want to be viewed as a bigot. But secondly, the way it's worded, transgender women. Should be allowed to compete in sports. Uh, well, no one said you know, obviously biological men, you know, who are transitioning. No one said they shouldn't be allowed to compete in sports. They compete against people of their own sex, the men. That's fine. No one, no one's trying to say Leah Thomas couldn't swim against men. Of course, that that's fine. I mean, it's it doesn't make her happy. That's the problem. She wasn't happy until she started beating girls. He wasn't happy till he started beating up on the girls. It's what he admitted. This makes me happy. No one cares about the girls. No one cares about the, the people who didn't uh, who from whom he stole trophies and awards and records. Uh, but the way you word it, you know, should they be allowed to compete in sports? Sure. But if you say, should boys be allowed to beat up on girls? Cause the problem is they're dominant, they're bigger, they're stronger, they're faster. I told the story of a friend of mine's nine year old daughter, playing against uh, a boy in soccer and he just dominated. He just scored at will and the girls, uh, you know, the, the girls went home, they lost, they were bummed, just, you know, ruined their morning, but you know, the kid was happy. So, Hey, let's let him. most people, if they're being honest, I'm going to say 90% would say that's insane. But in this day and age, you can't say that. Trust me. You can't say it on uh, you know, on on talk radio, you can't say it out in public or you will be branded. You will be, uh, uh, you'll, You'll be blackballed depending on who you are. If you say that is wrong, that is a boy, that boy should not be going against that girl. That's not fair. That's what most people think. Unfortunately, a large percentage cannot admit it, but we know that. We know that, and you certainly can't admit it in the middle of Pride Month when we're supposed to be celebrating Bird Lady and, and Pam Manderson and assassination. But uh, I should I should ask I should ask Steve Buckley. I know Reamer can't, uh, can't come on here with us, Buckley. I, I just does, does that. Do you feel a connection to these these crazy people? Do you feel pride that they're on the field being honored by the Red Sox? Anyway, we got to move on. We got a lot to get to. Um, uh, let's do uh, Radix. What? All right, we'll do Radix, and we'll get to Doc. We'll we'll wish Doctor Fauci well. We'll get to the uh, reaction to Elon Musk saying he's a Ron DeSantis guy, just like me. He's a Ron DeSantis guy, and some people they're not happy. Uh, and uh, Biden's sending a whole bunch more weapons to keep that war going, as the rest of the world is there begging everybody to sit down and make peace and the live guys against the PGA guys. This is the most interesting golf tournament I can ever remember. And it's underway in Brookline mass. All right, let's talk about Radix. Radix premium cannabis was started by three lifelong friends and cannabis connoisseurs out of Texas. And they're a nationwide leader in the cannabis industry offering only the very best products. Cannabis is one of the oldest medicines known to man and has been exploding in popularity in recent years with increased use of federally legal CBD and Delta 8 products. No matter what you aim to do with cannabis, Radix is your remedy. Their premium hemp is grown organically in the U.S., and their CBD uses the most advanced technology for maximum effectiveness. If it's on Radix's site, it's better than the rest. Their hottest items are THC gummies, These are a great tasting way to enhance your recreation time, reduce anxiety, increase your appetite, or all of the above. They also carry Sleepy Bears, which are delicious and effective sleep aid gummies infused with melatonin. Another popular item, Delta 8 Vapes, which don't clog like most of the vapes, and they work fantastically. Additional products Radix offers include topicals, edibles, dry herb, and cannabis-enhanced new tropics All of their products can be purchased as monthly subscriptions at reduced rates. Get 15% off and free shipping on orders of $35 or above with promo code Jerry at RadixRemedies.com Check them out and take advantage of the special offer we've secured just for our listeners and remember Radix your remedy. Alright good luck to Dr. Fauci. What else can you say? He's double backs double boosted double masked and he has COVID. And you know what? You know what the amazing thing is that Joe Biden hasn't gotten it yet. All the people around him have gotten it. You know, all the people in his, I, I don't know about Dr. Jill, but this whole cabinet has gotten it And Kamala Harris and Dr. Fauci and all the people have gotten it and nobody cares. Nobody worries. Cause everybody knows he's got mild symptoms. Everyone knows he'll be fine. What happens, though, when when Biden gets it? Will everybody just dismiss it and say he'll be fine? He will be. I mean, he's he's not obese. He's old and frail, but he's not 100. He'll be fine. But that's the one time I can hear someone in public, the only time where someone out in public, someone famous, gets COVID and people actually worry, that'll be when Joe Biden gets it. But uh, I, I wonder... I mean, you could put together a compilation of Fauci's lies and flip-flops over the last two years and talking about uh, getting the vaccine. You'll be fine if you get the vaccine. He got the vaccine, he got the double dose, he got the double vax, I mean, the double booster, and he still got COVID. And then what? He thanks the booster? Thank you for the booster. I mean, thank you for the vax. That's what they do. People get the <laughs> they get COVID, and then they say, thank God I was vaccinated. But you said two years ago, or a year ago, year and a half ago, that I wouldn't get it if I got vaccinated. You said it over and over again. You were wrong. You were dead wrong. And you, you know, it's incredible that people are still being kicked out of uh, the military. People have kicked off police forces in New York City, in Boston, being suspended for not being vaxxed when everybody who's vaxxed is getting COVID. <laughs> it's just insane that... We're still kind of sticking, they're still sticking to their guns and punishing people for not getting vaccinated when vaccinated people are getting COVID at a greater rate than unvaccinated people. I don't know how we got to this point, but uh, good luck to Dr. Fauci. Isn't it nice that uh, Holy Cross named like a bunch of buildings after him? It's like we live in an alternate universe. Holy Cross named a bunch of buildings after a guy who did more damage to this country than any public official ever. The guy who was pushing lockdowns, pushing, shutting down businesses, masking children, did more damage to to kids mentally, emotionally, than anybody ever. And he was wrong about everything. And Holy Cross um, is naming buildings after him. I mean, what? Naming buildings after a guy who... (laughs) Who 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 did more harm? I, I mean, it just the, the damage he's done will last for the rest of our lives. Kids, there are kids who will never recover from being kicked uh, shut out of school for two years. People who lost their businesses, lost their life savings, and the architect of all that is being honored at a local college. Hell, he's speaking at you know uh, uh, commencements, getting big rounds of, a, and I'm saying what? What am I missing? Uh, are they not keeping up with the news? Do they not know what a menace the little man has been? I don't get it. But uh, there's lots of things I don't get. Like why are we sending another billion? Uh, I'll, I'll get I'll get to DeSantis. Let's. I'll get to our next president. But I want to talk about the current president, and we know he's 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 feeble, feeble mind. We know he's just, he's not all there. We know he's not thinking clearly, but someone in the inner circle, probably a few someones for some reason does not want the war in Ukraine to end. That is clear. They do not want peace between Ukraine and Russia. They want to escalate it. We've sent, we've sent over 50 billion and advanced weapons to Ukraine to keep the war going to escalate the war. At the same time, and this is like not even a big deal. I didn't even see it watching various news shows this morning, but there it is online. As we're sending another billion to Ukraine so they can turn around and buy weapons from Raytheon, Lockheed Martin, and other companies, and those companies will send money to the politicians who voted to send money, including um, send money to Ukraine, including all, all the hardcore left-wingers, Bernie Sanders, Ayanna Pressley, AOC – they all voted to escalate this foreign war that, that, that we have no interest in. It's just bizarre. At the same time, we're sending another billion. The leaders of France, Italy, and Germany are on a train to Kiev to, tell, to try to convince Zelensky to sit down, try to, convince, uh, try to kickstart peace talks between Russia and Ukraine and end the fighting. Seems to me everybody wants to end the fighting, except Joe Biden and all the Democrats and a lot of Republicans in Washington. I don't. I don't understand it. I mean, do you really think if we just give him a few more missiles, we he can win? He can't win. You just you just asking for more deaths, more destruction, more misery. These guys, you know, Macron and the leaders of Italy and Germany and others have have been there and gone there. They're going into Kyiv. They're going into the middle of Ukraine. Joe Biden will be sitting on a beach and drooling on himself in Delaware saying, let's send another billion, more weapons, more, more, you while these guys are in the freaking war zone saying, end this. Let's talk. Let's reach an agreement. Let's make a negotiation. Give them half a Donbass. Give them whatever it takes. Get a deal. Get it done. End the war. But no, we're not, no interest from from the United States and ending the war, we just want to keep pissing away billions, and 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 watching you know to people die and sick. By the way, two Americans are now uh, a prisons prisoners of war. Two Americans went over there to fight. Two veterans who you know somehow thought it was a noble endeavor went over there to fight for Ukraine. They are now in Russian hands. We'll see what Vladimir Putin does with them. Uh, we're still trying to get Brittany Griner out. I don't think we're, these guys are coming home anytime soon. I don't think by so. the way, all the people who have been killing Phil Mickelson, just a quick aside, we'll get to the go. Are any of them, uh, uh, were, were any of them offended, upset with Brittany Griner, you know, for taking money from Putin. She was working in Russia, playing in Russia and getting paid in rubles. Is that Okay. I mean, I, I feel bad for her. It's ridiculous that she's in prison for having a little weed. Uh, but Americans go over there and play professional basketball and they take blood money from Russia. I, I don't have a problem with it, but people are screaming about about Phil Mickelson, Dustin Johnson taking blood money from Saudi Arabia. I mean, who's a bigger threat to us in the world right now, Saudi Arabia or Russia? Anyway, nobody's going to criticize Brittany Griner, but what about all the other people who go over there and play and play whatever, play hockey, play basketball, work, cash checks from from Putin? Isn't that isn't that blood money, too? Anyway, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, you know, Joe Biden succeeds. Keep the war going, Joe. No one else wants to keep it going, but he sure does.
1: The last report I saw that was there's about 40,000 dead Russian troops. So that's probably why he keeps doing it, because they're just getting smoked.
0: Yeah, but there's a lot of dead Ukrainians, too. And I'm not sure how that helps us. I don't know how it helps us. Let, I mean, hell, half of Donbass was supporting Russia anyway, speaking Russian you telling me you can't make a deal and give them some of that and then you can start rebuilding your country? And then what happens? Then Joe Biden's going to say, we need another $10 billion, $20 billion, $50 billion to rebuild Ukraine. And that money will be laundered through American companies that will go over there to rebuild Ukraine. But I say we get to that. Let's get to that point where we start rebuilding Ukraine and stop sending them missiles and bombs to keep this thing going. As I've always said, that that Macron, he's the man. Going. At least, at least they're trying to end the war, not us. But things will be different in two and a half years. Two and a half years—that's how long we have to wait for President DeSantis. I'm all in, by the way, now. Uh, but uh, for, for a couple reasons, President DeSantis—I mean, Ro- Ron DeSantis, Governor DeSantis—he just looks more appealing every day. Mm. Um, he just says the right things, does the right things, fights for the right people, the right causes, stands up to the the woke madness. Um, uh, there was a report came out a couple of days ago that Ron DeSantis' net worth is $300,000. He's just a guy, man. He's got no money. He's not rich. He's not like Joe Biden. He doesn't have a family member uh, selling influence around the globe. He doesn't have mansions on the beach and, in, in, or any of that, he might someday. I hope he does. But right now, he's just a guy. He's got you know normal guy, man, family problems and all that. But he's fighting for, for all the right causes. And uh, Elon Musk, Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, the man we hope rests control of Twitter from the the woke nuts any day now. We're hoping. Um, but uh, Elon Musk supported. Said he would support DeSantis. Said he, I don't know, likes DeSantis. Will vote for DeSantis, and he's never voted for Republican before. The first one was the Congresswoman Myra. What's her last name? The Congresswoman who one in Texas, uh, one in uh, Texas in a Hispanic uh, district. Uh, that was won by Biden and won by Hillary overwhelmingly went Republican for the first time. She only holds the seat till November. She has to run again. Hopefully she does because she's, she's hot and she's, she's seems like a, got a lot of charisma. Her husband's a border patrol agent. We are hoping she gets, gets makes a, uh, has an impact while she's there for the next whatever it is, six months, four or five months, and then uh, gets reelected. But Musk voted for her, now that he's a Texan, and says he will vote for DeSantis. And DeSantis was asked about it. And as uh, as usual, his response was perfect. Let's listen to uh, DeSantis reacting to Musk's support. Myra Flores, by the way. Myra Flores, right. Governor Elon Musk said this morning that he would vote for either
1: <laughs> Elon. Musk So, what I would say, um, you know, I'm focused on 2022, uh, but with Elon Musk, what I would say is, you know, I welcome support from African Americans. What can I say?
0: <laughs> I, 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 I'm sorry. He, he is. I'm. I'm. I'm a. I'm a DeSantis guy. He says the right things. <clears throat> He's sharp. He's young. He's got a nice family. He's got a military background. He's been uh, went to Yale. We won't hold it against him. But I don't know if you saw. There's a baseball card for him playing uh, uh, him in uniform playing baseball for Yale. Him in uniform in his navy whites is a great look for a campaign ad. He's got all the same, I assume, policies uh, agrees with the same policies as Donald Trump, but with none of the baggage. And I like Trump. I appreciated what Trump did but I I don't want another 78 year old president. I'm sorry. We've spent, you know, whatever, a year and a half talking. (laughs) That is the wrong baseball card. This isn't it. Just listening. Ironhead (laughs) just put the Chris Christie baseball card up on the screen. Uh, no, he looks a little more, a little fitter. Uh, Let me try again. He He looks like a real baseball player. He played baseball in the Ivy league. That's pretty impressive. Uh, I think uh, Clay Travis was tweeting it out. I think he has an autographed copy of the Ron DeSantis baseball card. I don't know what it's worth, but someday it'll be worth a lot. But, uh, uh, you know, he's got the, he's got, uh, he can do all the things Trump can do without the baggage, without, you know, without worrying about, is he too old? I I can't rail against the president for being too old for, you know, years and then turn around and say, yeah, I want the 78 year old guy again. And you just have all that baggage and you just have I mean, I want Trump to be a kingmaker. I want him to have a open invitation to the white house. I want him to support DeSantis. I want him to hold rallies for DeSantis. I don't know if he will enjoy his time in retirement, play golf, but also be there when DeSantis calls him and be there to maybe make trips abroad. He was pretty good on foreign policy. He was great on foreign policy. Do that, but don't derail the Trent DeSantis train, please. Donald, by the way, I, I liked I like Trump, but Ann Coulter hates him. And Ann Coulter Ann Coulter can do a rip job, a takedown, uh better than anyone ever. And she just destroys Trump and his family and everyone around him this week in her column. I tweeted it out. I'd recommend if you even if you hate Trump, it's a great read. She hates Trump. But even if you like him, I, I appreciate a good evisceration and she absolutely destroys Trump. Donald Trump and all those around him and destroys the uh, Dinesh D'Souza 2000 mules uh, movie. But you don't have to agree with her. You do have to appreciate a good takedown, but let's get to uh, a Here's, couple of people who are really offended by, Oh, here we go. There's Ron DeSantis. Tell me, he doesn't look like a real ball player. It's a real good form. Real good form. He looks like, I don't know. It looks like, uh, I don't know what he looks like Josh Donaldson. <laughs> he looks like Josh Donaldson in uniform. I mean, he had to be a damn good player. It's not, that's, that's not bad baseball. Um, but two people, uh, and, and get ready. This is how it's going to work with Musk. Uh, one was a congressman, Jamal Bowman. I don't know if you could put his tweet up on the screen. This is a actual sitting congressman reacting to Elon Musk voting for a, uh, let me get this straight. Elon, Musk, before I read it, before I read the, Elon Musk, a, a, a white, African American immigrant, a guy who is the richest man in the world, who's the greatest innovator of our time, a guy who uh, perfected the electric car, a guy who's shooting rockets into space, hoping to go to Mars. This this guy, just an amazing guy, who should be admired by all. This so he announces uh, he voted for Myra Myra Flores, and. He first time he's ever voted for Republican. He announces that. And this is the response from Jamal Bowman, a congressman. He writes, Elon Musk is not a leader. He's just another Republican billionaire who supports white supremacy and authoritarianism because he doesn't want his workers to unionize or pay his fair share in taxes. The, the GOP, GOP just tried to end democracy. And now he's supporting them. I mean, there's just so many levels of stupid here. What the hell tried to end democracy? Again, this is a guy who is says he voted Republican, which means he opposes the frail old white man in the White House. He wants to defeat him. And that makes him a white supremacist. <clears throat> because he voted for a, sp- a Hispanic woman for Congress. Man, I'm looking forward to this because I think like Trump, DeSantis is going to make people lose their minds, including none other than Jamel Hill. Do we have Jamel Hill's tweet about Musk too? Because Jamel Hill, she's not happy. Musk again announced that he, uh, uh, that he will vote Republican and reaction from Jamel Hill, perhaps the greatest grifter. Well, not, she's not a better grifter than the, the Patricia uh, scholars the uh, colors, the uh, the BLM woman who's just buying mansions left and right, but she's pretty good. She's made a fortune. She's a lousy writer. She's never got ratings on TV or radio, but she just keeps just keeps getting jobs. Jamel Hill writes yet another example of people throwing that genius label around too casually. Elon Musk is just another entitled, self-absorbed rich guy who really is only interested in protecting the interest of the billionaire class. Again, Elon Musk uh, uh, founded Tesla, founded SpaceX. <laughs> He's the greatest innovator again of our time. He employs one hundred and ten thousand people. He paid eleven billion in taxes, and this grifter, Jamel Hill, calls him just another entitled rich guy. Entitled to what? I mean, has anyone worked harder? This is a this guy is a tireless a risk taker, an innovator, and a great example and a great inspiration for people. And she calls him just another entitled rich guy. Who only cares about the billionaire class. Uh, well, you know, you know, you know that uh, these people will lose their minds when Musk votes. How about if he campaigns for DeSantis, endorses DeSantis? You know that will be so great. These people won't know what to do. But speaking of, oh, do we have time? To, I forgot Popovich again. We got to do Popovich. Let's do Pop. Let's let's do Shea. Then we'll do Popovich and the uh, and the NBA uh, game six tonight because uh, I, I you know what I think Popovich was a little jealous of Steve Kerr and Stan Van Gundy. You know those woke old white guys who. Uh, who have been uh, stealing his thunder, railing against, you know, whatever, rich, <laughs> entitled rich guys, or in, in Van Gundy's, uh, Sam Van Gundy's case, who was upset that people aren't mad about January 6th. All they care about is inflation. He didn't like that. Uh, well, Popovich, he said, hey, not so fast, guys. I'm the man. I'm the cranky old woke liberal who's supposed to be a, uh, Supposed to be front and center, and he is. But uh, we'll tell you what Pop had to say and tell you uh, what to expect in Game 6 tonight. And our lived, our, our U.S. Open picks, have, right after we do Shea. Did you know that Shea Concrete is the largest manufacturer of recon retaining all systems in North America? Well, you do now. In fact, in 2020, Shea set a new company record when they man- manufactured 178,000 square feet of retaining wall. This is a testament to Shea's legendary teamwork from engineering to manufacturing to dispatch and delivery. As the guys at Shea like to say, teamwork makes the teamwork. They do, I've been around them when they say that. Shea concrete's high-performing precast concrete retaining walls stand up to New England's active climate and come in a wide variety of shapes designs and textures to meet your retaining wall needs. So whether you need a residential, a commercial or an industrial application, Shea has a dedicated team that will assist you with conceptual design, site walks, and installation. Let Shea show you the way. Call Shea Concrete at 800-696-SHEA. That's 800 696 s shea Or just log on to SheaConcrete.com. Right, pop Pop knows who's to blame with all the troubles in the country. Who do you think? Who do you think Popovich blames, you know? Uh, Popovich, who lives in an all white golf community, Popovich, who makes about 10 million a year, uh, fabulously wealthy, rich, entitled brat is what he is. Said it's all the fault of old white guys. Let's listen to Pop. Millions who aren't voting, we got to get them all out next election. And we got to vote them out of there so that we can save our children. Because I'm sick and tired of 50 and 60 and 70-year-old white men screwing up
1: all of our lives because they're selfish and really care about nothing else but their position. And
0: they'll say, oh, that's unpatriotic or that's mean. No, it's freaking true. Uh, honestly, uh, forget the the substance of it. Did, did he spend five minutes preparing for this? I mean, he's just speaking off the cuff. Old white guy. Hey! Yeah, it's true. They only care about their own jobs. What what are you talking about? This is a guy who supports a seventy nine year old white guy, who who only cares about his job. Uh, what, I don't understand. What is what is white? There's lots of white guys who agree with you. You you fool. So he wants people to just vote out old white guys. Would that include, you know, Chuck Schumer and, and, uh, Steny Hoyer and Joe Biden too? pop. He just, he just, uh, he, he just sucks. But yes, anyway, I'm glad, I'm glad he's not in the finals. Instead. We got little pop in the finals. That would be pop junior, Steve Kerr. Haven't heard a lot of political rants from him lately. Maybe after he's done, which could be tonight. Sadly, the, uh, Steve Kirk at walk away an NBA champ. Once again, tonight, game six at the garden, 9.00 PM. I'm looking forward to this. The series has been good. Very entertaining. I think back and forth, but you know, we haven't had, which we have to have. And maybe tonight's the night. We haven't had a game go down to the wire, the last shot. You know, we want to see, I want to see that before it's over. I want to see something drawn up a play 10 seconds left. You know, what is Tatum going to do? What's, uh, you know, what's Curry going to do? The problem the Celtics have tonight is the pressures on the pressures on them. It's an elimination game. And I know they've been good in elimination games, but the pressure's on. And it seems, you know, they've been good. They've been good. Uh, Jason tatum has been, been good. He's turned the ball over too much. Marcus Smart has been Excellent. But what happens when they're facing elimination? It's coming down to the wire. They got the ball in their hands. Are they going to – is Tatum, Brown, they're going to be clutch? They're going to come through? Because I'm pretty sure you put the ball in Curry's hands despite his performance in game five. Curry's, uh, Curry's going Curry's gonna to have a big game tonight, a big game. That doesn't mean they win. Hell, the Celtics uh, – <laughs> who knows again i say nobody knows nothing nobody knows what's going to happen tonight nobody knows nobody knows uh, you know what what you're going to get out of curry when well, no one knows what you're going to get out of tatum who, nobody knows who the you know the wild card guy the andrew wiggins guy will be tonight or the grant williams who's going to come up clutch but uh he better he's done nothing this whole series uh, Boston is three and zero when facing elimination. This postseason came back from a three two deficit against Milwaukee. You know they've they've won when they had to, and they certainly they obviously have to um, you know, force to force a game seven. Um, the I'll say it again, Boston's better, deeper, bigger. They're better on defense. Uh, I'm not sure. I know they don't have the best player, and I don't know what to expect out of the second best player, Jason Tatum. But if I'm, if I'm Ime, I just say that you guys are better, deeper. We're we're home. You're tougher. You know, play your ass off. We'll win this. Uh, You just don't know who the, and, and by the way, they'll be doubling and pressure and curry all night, which means someone else on that team has to come up big like Wiggins did. Just make someone else beat you. That's what they have to do and hope that a guy like, uh, you know, Wiggins or, or oh, even, even, you know, uh, even Clay Thompson can't, you know, hit those big shots on the road under pressure. That's, that's the, the way I look at it. If but, I'm,
1: if I'm email though, too, I'm going to be like, all right, if you guys are bitching to the refs and don't get back on defense, you're sitting point. down.
0: That would be another thing I would say. You're right. Absolutely right. Good point by you. The, you say, stop bitching. Jason Tatum bitches about everything, every call, every non-call, every play. I mean, he's always looking over, raising his hands. They all do, but at some point, like in game five, it becomes a distraction. They did not get screwed by the refs. We went over it. They, they had many more free throws. They had fewer fouls called on them. The refs didn't screw them, and yet they got all caught up in the refs. It didn't help. It's not going to help tonight. I'm not sure you can get that through to someone like Jason Tatum. He's so, it's so ingrained in him to just bitch about every call. If you tell him, you know, just shut up and play, will, will he listen? I don't know, but that would be... Definitely be words that I would uh, I would say to him if I'm uh may but all right, did you bet? Did you bet? Did you bet?
1: On the Celtics? Yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to go Celtics minus three and a half and over two ten and a half.
0: Yeah. I'm picking the Celtics tonight. Game seven will be awesome. Sunday night after a long day of U.S. Open golf to sit down and watch a game seven. That will be great. I love game sevens anyway, but this one will be spectacular because this series has been good, but we will see what happens, see if they can force another trip cross country. Um, I'm not going to look at the leaderboard. I'm going to make my pick, yep. right? Yep. Will Zalatoris. How's that? That's my pick. I will pick Will Zalatoris. I will root, as I usually do, for Max Homa, just because I like him. And I'll, I'll hope he uh, fares well in this U.S. Open, but I'll pick Zalatoris to win. You know what I think we should also do? We should pick our favorite live, our, our live guy. That's Zalatoris is my PGA guy. Mm-hmm. I know uh, you tweeted out the, uh, <laughs> I like that tweet. Uh, uh, the live golf people live golf tweeted out. Good luck to their guys. And yes. they have a picture of their guys. And most of them are buying into this. They don't smile. You know, they have that look, uh, that, that, dour look, I'm the bad guy.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's not going to be Phil. That's not going to happen. Um, Sergio? I don't think so. Who's the which will which live guy is the got the best odds to win? Dustin Johnson. Oh, that's true. Dustin Johnson. Yeah, but I don't want to pick.
1: I, I did. I put I put money on four guys last night.
0: You put money on four guys. Who'd you put money on?
1: Yep. I put uh I put five bucks on Scotty Scheffler. I'll get just over 80 if he wins. Kevin Kisner's odds were so bad, I just threw a dollar on it, and if he wins, I'd get 250 bet, bucks.
0: You, hold on, hold on. you bet one dollar? One singular dollar. Why don't you bet, I don't know, two or three? You didn't feel you didn't feel lucky?
1: Yeah, because it's probably just going to be a a
0: waste. That's true. You just blew a dollar. That's yeah. what you just did. Yeah. A dollar oh, for something. A weekend of fun. To, I can split it with you. Want 50 cents, and we'll both go on halves? Yeah, you can Venmo me. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, um, I put 20 bucks on Rory
0: and he's the favorite right? Yep. yep everyone's rooting for him because not only is he great and he seems like a likable guy and nice guy but he's been a big stalwart for the tour and he's very uh, offended by all these guys bailing on the tour so I'm pretty sure uh, he will be the favorite among the crowd if he's in contention The big question is, is will Phil get booed? I say, no, these are golf fans. A lot of them love Phil. I think as time goes by, a lot of them are understanding the situation more and more that, hell, lots of people take money from bad people, including all the Nike guys, as we've said. So I don't think Phil will get booed, at least not, you know, it won't be loud and it won't be, it won't be a factor. Phil, people like Phil. Um, uh, And they like, you know, Dustin Johnson and Kevin Knott too. I don't think people are going to boo, but it, uh, at least a lot. At least not in great numbers. But, Rory's one. Rory's
1: one back, so that one's looking good. Uh, okay. I, where's Will Zalator? Is he teed off? Because I'm picking Will. He's plus one through seven. Damn.
0: <laughs> Shit. Can I change my pick? <laughs> Did the U.S. Open? I know they, you know, have a little ceremony before it starts. Did they bring over uh, assassination and Pam Manderson for uh, the first tee shot? Yeah, <laughs> I think so. I guess the I guess PGA Tour is probably the last holdout, or the USGA for the woke madness. They have not, they have not honored any drag queens yet. I mean, we'll took, see though.
1: It took Augusta forever just to let minorities play
0: on the course. Right. And that's <laughs> true. That's true. It's about time they let drag queens hit the <laughs> ceremonial first tee shot. Uh, but hey, Pride Month is still young. We're only halfway through. We'll see what happens in the next two weeks. But, it's, so, it's So wacky, right. they use a pool noodle. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to sitting down and watching a lot of this golf. I, I, not very often. I see a golf tournament on a course I've played before. I played at the country club a couple of times, not lately. And I don't have a vivid memory of every hole, but maybe it'll come back to me as I'm watching, but it's, uh, there's much of it. Most of it is on TV today and tonight. So I'll be watching a lot of it. We'll, uh, we'll talk about it tomorrow to our, uh, to our locals audience, our locals family if you would like you can join us you can subscribe uh, uh can you tell me again what how they can, how they can subscribe dot com. sign up we're uh, we're not free but we're cheap and uh and we're better than uh, i don't know CNN plus <laughs> definitely <laughs> uh and we're cheaper than Nesson plus much 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 cheaper than Nesson plus significantly um, but we will be back Tomorrow, with our, our our locals crowd, but we will leave it there for today. Thanks to everybody for watching, listening. Thanks to you, Ironhead. I'm Jerry Callian. This is The Callian Show, and join us again tomorrow am only I on the Locals.
1: Only one here tonight? shaking my head and thinking something ain't
0: right. Is it just me? Am I losing my mind? Or am I standing on this?
1: Like the show? Leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify.
0: Well, the tide is turning in Massachusetts after years of watching Democrats raise taxes, hinder local businesses, silence the voices of parents, and disrespect the police. The people have had enough. Go to MassGOP.org to learn more, get involved, or make a contribution. In these tough economic times, rely on 1AAuto.com. Save money and empower yourself. In good times and bad, get great prices. Watch 1A Auto's massive library of free free how-to videos. Fix it yourself, easy and fast with 1AAuto.com.